Hey everybody, welcome to episode 82 of the Is That Normal podcast, and today we're going to talk about some things that are true, and and maybe a few things that aren't. Yeah, so I'm excited about this episode. I I think this is just a really cool thing, something I'm passionate about, because we're going to talk about how all stories really point back to the one true story. And so as we talk about uh, the fiction that we enjoy, one one of the reasons we enjoy that is because it really usually says something about the way God designed the world and designed us and designed relationships. So anyway, we're going to talk about that today. But before we do that, I thought we'd play an old favorite youth group game, Two Truths and a Lie. All right. right? Yes, let's do it. So the way this game works, for for those of you who don't know, is each of us are going to share three things. Two of them are true. One of them is not. And we have to guess which one of the things that each of us said is not true. So I'll let you go first. All right. Okay. So uh, let's see. First thing would be... I have lived in the basement of someone else's house. Okay. The second one would be, um, I have repelled off the side of a building. Okay. Basement, repelling, okay. The third one would be, um, I have worked at a theme park centered around dolls. (laughs) Okay, well, I know that is absolutely true. (laughs) And I also, this is funny, I found this out. Did you know that Kyle Eidelman, who yeah. is a pastor out in Kentucky, like he worked there as well? What? Yeah, no at way. some point he worked there as a tour guide. I guess he went he because he was connected to he's connected to the Christian churches. So yeah. He was connected to Ozark Christian Church at some point or Christian College. Yeah. And worked there at some point. That's he, crazy. And actually, I think his family's from Carthage. Anyway, so you've definitely worked at the Precious Moments <laughs> Chapel. True. Not as a tour guide, no. but as a night security. Night security. I do know that's true. So I'm... There are stories. And, and I've seen you in a lot of basements. So I'm going to say the repelling off the side of the building is not true. You are correct. Okay. All right. All right. Good. All right. So here's mine. Uh, so I used to make plastic in a laboratory. Mm-hmm. I um, have quite a collection of equine trophies. And, and when I was in high school, one of my favorite bands was Led Zeppelin. Ooh, man. I'm going to go with... Uh... Equine trophies. Oh, um, actually, I have a lot of equine trophies, both from my childhood because I grew up. My oh, dad raised. I should have known that. Yes. Large Belgian draft horses, and I have you know horse pulling yes. trophies and horse show trophies. And then since then, our church has a That's member true. who also has large Man, horses. I should have known that. And we've won several equine trophies at the parade here in, in Buffalo. True. So anyway, so no. Uh, Led Zeppelin was not one of my favorite bands in high school. They weren't heavy enough for me. That's uh, yeah, that makes then. sense. So, so I've grown to appreciate them more over time. So, <laughs> that's awesome. Very good. So, while what we just did has absolutely nothing with help getting your family closer to Jesus, <laughs> it was fun and it's a fun game. So, yes. so we play that. We've taught a lot of teenagers how to lie well. Yeah, so, absolutely. I yeah. think so. Anyway, but we do believe that parents can use fiction stories to help their children grow in their faith, mm-hmm. and so that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome back to the Is That Normal podcast. And um, if we encourage you, if you're not already, following us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, um, subscribe to the podcast yeah. on the podcast places. places. Podcast places, <laughs> that's right. Wherever is that you normal. get podcasts. Org. Yes. Is that normal.org? You can follow. Uh, Find yeah. out information there, catch yeah. notes and updates and things like that. So, um, anyways, if you're not doing that, go do it. 
That's right. Do that. We, we, we're we everywhere. want you. That's right. We want you to do that. So so we're talking about fiction. So Mark, why do you think fiction stories um, can can help us share truth? Well, first of all, I love stories, and you know, I, I I've grown up. I, I've been an avid reader all my life, and my mom was a reader, and she fed me a lot of good books, and I just. I just like consumed fiction books yeah. growing up and, and continue to do that. And I just love stories. I love movies. I love, um, you know, I just love everything there is about story. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, as, I, as I've done that, you know, I've realized that there's a reason why I love stories, which we'll get to here in just a moment. But so, Randall, what were some of your favorite characters to pretend to be like when you were growing up? Oh, man, we're, we're throwing it back for this 90s kid oh, because man, it was good. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh, all yes. the way. Yes, that's Donatello. Good. And that's to this choice. day, I could I could still recite word for word the uh, the theme song, the original theme song for the Ninja Turtles. If man. I, if, if so I so to. two quick Ninja Tur- Turtle stories. Yeah. So one, I was recently at Incredible Pizza in Springfield with my family, and they've got a four-person Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. And so I got like my wife and my two little girls Let's we go. were like playing. But yeah, yeah. And so I was so proud because I asked Ruthie, I was like, Ruthie, who do you want to be? And she's like, totally Michelangelo, which is my favorite yeah. Ninja Turtles. So anyway, Pizza so, and, and skateboards. That's right, man. So that was good. And then my, my second one is is I was looking uh, through of our streaming services that we watch movies on yeah. with my family, and I saw that they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Secret of the Ooze. That's my favorite. Well, so I told I can, my family that we need to watch that, and I they can, weren't as excited as I was. You need to invite me over because I, I, I could almost quote that entire movie, man. It's got vanilla ice in it and I know, everything. Right, so. right. How can you go wrong? That's with right. Vanilla ice in a film. <laughs> Can't go wrong with that, right? So, yes. So, you know, so here's what I figured out, right? Though, is that there's a reason we love those stories and place ourselves in them. Because uh, we all do that as kids. We role play. We find characters that yeah. we want to be. It's because they share some truth about how life is and how life works. And, and so, so we long for, for that truth that we see behind these stories. And so, uh, so, so give me some more of your favorite stories. Oh, man. Um, boy, I love... Uh, when I was a kid, I got into, like, I loved reading fiction books by... Like, I liked, liked um, Where the Red Fern Grows yeah, and, and books yeah, like that yeah. where, where, you know, it was... A lot of times it was set with someone who was close to my own age and there was, yeah. you know... There was, a little bit of history in yeah, there. Absolutely. And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm a huge history buff. So, right. so really anything that, that somehow ties in some sort of historical, you know... Set in a historical time period or something like that. I'm I'm all about. And one thing I love about like those kind of stories where it's like fictional, but it's set in a yeah. real place and real time. You know, kind of you see you see those commonalities of of the way life is, but also that pattern of life. So even though it may be a different time period, yeah. there's common things that are just always going to be the joys and struggles of mankind. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. we can we can point those out. You know the story there's you know there's there's love there's family there's loss there's fear i mean there's all yeah. these like real life issues that are played out in this story there was a, there was another book by i believe the same author that that is was still one of my favorite books as childhood called the summer of the monkeys yes yeah did that you is, ever read that i did yes i loved yeah, that book yeah. that was a great one too yeah, so that you is, know, the kids great. spend his whole summer trying to um catch all of these monkeys that escaped from a circus train for a large reward and yeah it is a lot of fun great great book i i'm telling you that those are on my short list of books kids should read which we'll talk about here in a minute so that's great you know and so you know here's the cool part if we're watching 
in whatever story we're we're reading about, we're going to see in some way that story most likely points us back to the one true story, which is the story of God and his people and what God wants for us. So, so there, there's echoes of, of the inscription of God in these stories, whether the author realizes it or yeah. not, you're going to you're going to see some of those things if you're watching for them. So so what are some examples? Oh, man, you could just. I could just talk all day probably about this, but just some, some good ones for me. You know, just recently, my family and I, we watched the new Dune movie, which yeah. I'm a Dune fan. It's based on some books I've written like back in the 60s because um, I'm a sci-fi fan. You know, they're yeah. kind of these sci-fi fantasy books. I'm also a huge fan of the 1984 Dune movie, super good. So, but anyway, but we watched it. And one of the things my wife said after, after we got done, she's like, you know, these stories, these fantasy stories, they're so good about pointing out the fact that we all are looking for, we're looking for God, we're looking for truth, we're looking for the supernatural. And because this book is so much about like politics and economy and the mundane part of just life, but there's something supernatural and beyond mm-hmm. that, that really is what we're longing for. And so it speaks to that longing that we yeah. have as humans for uh, for God and the supernatural and the divine and for eternity um, so clearly yeah. shown in this, this book about space worms, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, I also, I loved reading Stephen King novels when I was a kid. Uh, you can judge me for that if you'd like to, but uh, but I did. He's a great storyteller, one of the best mm-hmm. storytellers. And I particularly liked his Gunslinger series. There was this series of books about, um, again, kind of a, a fantastical uh, other world, that, another dimension that had like old stuff and new stuff in it. Like it had like stuff from the medieval times and the old west and the future all mashed yeah. up and just, really cool but in it you know it's really all about our search for belonging which i'm reading a book right now we're going to review here in a few months about um about the biggest questions that our society asks and the the underlying biggest question is is where do i belong and and this these series of books speak to all of that if you're you're looking for it Um, and then man superhero movies like how much money has the Marvel Cinematic Universe made? Like they're printing. <laughs> that's like crazy, right? And they keep making it, and we keep watching it. And why yeah. do we keep watching it? Is because we know that we all are looking for a hero, and even superheroes, their powers aren't enough. There's they're they're mm-hmm. looking for something more. We see their flaws and their shortcomings, and in them, we see our need for an ultimate hero. Um, and you know, one of my favorite examples of that. Is in uh, and this is a little older superhero movie, but in Superman Returns, you know, you know, they they're they're putting that tension out there that that Superman's supposed to be this almost Messiah Savior, mm-hmm. and yet he has all these shortcomings that he's not yeah. enough, and um, so really good. That's I mean that's that's like that's like the gospel 101 right yeah. there, you know. Yeah, so absolutely. yeah, yeah. So so how how do how do parents help their children connect with this thought and maybe start to um, you know see some of those those parallels in there. Yeah, you know, I number one is I think we make sure to see how compelling the true story is. Like, no matter how good a fiction story is, it's not nearly as good as the real story. Yeah. And so we want to help our children connect with the Bible. Uh, you know, our last episode uh, on the U version, you know, we talked a lot about mm-hmm. how that needs to be central. Um, but as we do that, we need to help our kids realize the Bible is far from boring. There is yeah. the answer to every question that that our heart is looking for right there in these. Mm-hmm epic stories that that we need to uh, share and tell and retell and pick apart and so so we want to make sure that people uh, our children are, are getting that and so one of the keys to that is man, get a Bible translation that's understandable for yeah. them 
Uh, you know, at our church, we use the Christian Standard Bible, which is written at a fifth grade level. So, so yeah. mo- most kids, once they start reading very much at all, they can handle it. It's very accurate to, to scripture. You know, there's other translations out there that are good too, mm-hmm. um, but but that's one that we particularly are using because yeah. I think it really connects truth and readability very yeah, well. And uh, and so then when you're doing that, start having discussions about the reality of the Bible. You know, if you read the well, if you read all the Bible, really. Um, there's there's a lot of parts that would be R-rated if you made it into a movie. Um, yeah. Especially you look at the Old Testament. There's some like graphic things. I remember um, years ago, <laughs> this book came out and it got banned. It was like one of the only books that, that I remember getting banned uh, that was in the children's section. At, I think it was at Barnes & Noble. that You couldn't buy it at Barnes & Noble because it was the Lego Bible. And so they took the Bible and took all of those like really like violent and strange parts of the Bible and they made it with Lego figures and it was like this graphic <laughs> Bible and so like you know Abraham sacrificing Isaac on the altar and you know and I mean just other things that we won't talk about on our podcast that they were showing very clearly about mm. how that happened with Lego figures so yeah it's pretty pretty cool stuff so but um so so yes yeah, so we make sure they understand how compelling the true story is that's a great place to start yeah. but then we also want to engage in fiction stories with them so if we're going to help them see how fiction points to truth, we probably got to have to guide them through that process. So read the same books that they're reading, watch movies with them, and have discussions about how these things point us back to truth. And so, you know, so I wanted to kind of, and you've already kind of started this for us. I wanted to maybe mention some great places to start with that. Yeah. Um, and so, so some good books. Uh, to read, you know, I, I love the Where the Red Fern Grows mm-hmm. and the Summer of the Monkeys. Those are fun. <laughs> uh, you know, they're, they're engageable for kids. Kids could yeah. read them. You could read them aloud as a family. I know mm-hmm. we've done that a lot. Uh, we've also read the Little House on the Prairie series with yeah. our family over and over again. Because uh, while they're true stories, I mean, they're written in a fictional type novel right. format. Great conversation pieces. Um, but then, like I said, I'm, I'm this like sci-fi fantasy kind of guy and man you, you know books like the hobbit yeah. um c.s lewis's space trilogy which i'm reading right now myself is probably the best thing i've ever read about spiritual warfare mm-hmm. so if you want to help your kids see the reality of spiritual warfare man the the space trilogy by c.s lewis is is the go-to place read that mm-hmm. with them talk about what it's talking about mm-hmm. um another man mike is i cannot stop talking about this book written the 1930s called the brave new world and it's like this futuristic like this is the way future is going to be written in the 30s and it reads like what we're watching right now in our world and it's just man just so much good stuff to talk about with with truth and life with kids um and and then you you kind of go back to those like historical period books you know the outsiders you know from the 50s that's a fun book uh tom sawyer huck finn those are good like so yeah so so yeah so there's all sorts of you you can read the classics we've read dickens with our kids and jane Mm -hmm. austen with our kids and so i mean there's just a wealth of places yeah to start but start somewhere find out what kind of things your kids are into read some of those books with them have those discussions and then lastly we got to make sure they see themselves in the story so as you watch movies Read these books, engage in these stories, ask them, you know, where do you see yourself in this story? What do you identify with? What 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 about this stands out to you? What what about this is challenging for you? How would you have responded in that situation? And that's probably one of the best questions to really get to their heart. It's like, yeah, what would you have done in that situation that character found them in? So yeah, just start ha- having those kind of discussions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. Great stuff. So as we as we wrap up our two takeaways, the first is is Christmas time. So yeah. um, you know, watch, read, and share 
the Christmas story. Not not a Christmas story. Not not the. I, I wouldn't although, not recommend that. You know, either. Ralphie a, and his Red Rider BB gun. That'd be that's good, that's a classic. Good thing so to watch and talk about as well. There's I a lot can of truth promise in that. that will get watched at least once in my household this season. So, um, but <laughs> my favorite part is when the kid's in his like snowsuit and he can't put his arms down. That's that's good stuff. I like that. Uh, that yeah, man. That's every year. That's that, that's on the the short list of of movies. But yeah. but that you know you can do that. But but the the real christmas story yeah. the the story yeah. of yeah. of christ's birth and and just to take some time and watch and read and share that share that uh, with your family and then the second is to start some discussions about about story with your children this week yes be, be abnormal, abnormal.